You're listening to the Functional Nurse Podcast. On this episode, I interview Jill Jefferson, a registered nurse and nurse coach with an interest in functional medicine. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Functional Nurse Podcast. My name is Bridget Sager. I am your host and a nurse practitioner and functional medicine consultant. Today I have Jill Jefferson with me and she is a registered nurse with a national board certification as a holistic nurse and a nurse coach. Throughout her nursing career, Jill has completed coursework in functional medicine, food as medicine, mindfulness, yoga, acupuncture, and aromatherapy. Committed to caring for her patients in the most holistic approach possible, she became a board-certified nurse coach and has completed the coursework in the Functional Medicine for Nurses course. She currently sees clients in at the New Hampshire Health and Wellness Center in Nashua, New Hampshire. Jill is proud of being a mom to a highly spirited seven-year-old and deepening her coaching practice to show up from a place of calm centeredness with increasing frequency. And I think that nurse coaching can definitely make us better parents. So that's very relatable. Uh, Jill completed the course I teach functional medicine for nurses. And I feel like we have similar outlooks on life, healthcare, and being an entrepreneur, business-minded as a nurse. So I am so grateful to have her on the podcast to talk about her experiences as a holistic nurse. And I wanted to welcome Jill and say hello. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me, Bridget. Thank you so much for being on. I'm really excited for our discussion today. And I wanted to start by quoting you from your intake form for like our podcast. Um, You said, I'm seeing trends towards people fed up with the malfunction in our allopathic healthcare system and a desire to have actionable solutions rather than another pill. And I would love to start by hearing the story of you becoming a nurse and what led you to functional medicine. Oh, goodness. How far back do you want to go? I've had quite a journey already in my life. Um, and so I'll I'll make the beginning short. So I started out, I actually went to business school and I got a degree in economics, um, you know, at the normal college age that people do. And I worked um, with mentally ill and homeless people for a bit. I worked as a military contractor um, in housing as well. And then for a private condo development And I decided that um, I wanted to leave corporate America and I wanted to focus on helping people. So at that point I was debating between acupuncture school and nursing school. So I went to acupuncture school for one term and then I decided that I wanted um, a bit more of the Western sciences as a background. Um, So I left that and went to nursing school a little over 10 years ago now. What I found is that I didn't actually leave corporate America. I was a little mistaken on that. Hmm. And as much as you do get to be present with people sometimes and take care of them, it's not it's not from the perspective that I would really love to be taking care of them. And I'm left wondering who's actually working to keep people healthy as opposed to taking care of illness. And so and it seems that in the allopathic system that there aren't really the designated people that I wish there were that are able to focus on that preventative medicine. And so that's where my passion continues to grow is, you know, if if these people were aware that by changing their diet, by getting some more sleep, that perhaps these 
disorders and diseases that are popping up in their lives could have been prevented. And so how can we get to a place where we're having those conversations with people on a larger scale and where that's hopefully over time being more integrated into the system that exists? So I really, you said you didn't leave corporate America in healthcare, and I 100% relate to that. (laughs) I always say that when I used to work in corporate healthcare, because I don't, I don't anymore, but I definitely, at some point, it dawned on me that that's what I was doing. So that's very relatable. I hear you. And it sounds like you started as a nurse on a holistic track, like going to study acupuncture first. You already knew that you were kind of headed in this direction. What got you from there to functional medicine? So from there to functional medicine, so I'm I'm really fortunate in my world to have multiple friends and influences. Um, a couple of my closest friends are naturopathic doctors, and their influence of being able to talk with them about how they're able to impact their um, their patients' world and get buy-in from their patients has been really motivational. And functional medicine bridges the gap a lot between the Eastern and Western modalities of let's look at the root cause of medicine and let's really find out the answer to that question that we really all should be asking, in my opinion, of why is this person sick in the first place? Not just what do we do about the fact that they're sick, but why is it? And what can we do about that piece, right? So instead of you have you have the river that's continuing to flow as a metaphor that I like, right? And And you're seeing people come out at the bottom of it that need help over and over and over again, but no one's looking upstream to figure out why those people are in distress in the first place, right? And so functional medicine looks upstream. And I think that that's really important that we continue to grow in that direction as our population is overall not getting healthier and we continue to struggle. So where can healthcare providers have that impact with people to really help them take ownership of their own life and to see the possibility for doing that. And so I think that functional medicine um, is really powerful in that way. And uh, I really hope that it's incorporated to more and more both medical programs and nurse practitioner nursing programs in the future. Absolutely. And you um, you just minute mentioned nurse practitioner. I know you um, were talking about becoming a nurse practitioner and in the course that Uh, I teach that you took, we talk a lot about nurses that wonder if they should become nurse practitioners. And then some of them are like, oh gosh, now I don't even feel like I need to because of this toolkit. And then others that never thought they wanted to become a nurse practitioner decide to. And so I think I know the direction that you're going to, but where where are you at with that now? And, And how did you come to that? So I applied to nurse practitioner school last week. Yay. Uh huh. Yeah. Exciting. Um, So I love the toolkit and it certainly expands on what I feel comfortable doing with my clients and the way that I'm able to educate them about various things. Um, But the more I learn, the more I want to be able to do and provide them with as far as tools or if they need lab tests or um, if we need to go further than that. I just want to know all the things. And so I had thought about nurse practitioner school and have been thinking about it for years. And seeing what I've seen within the allopathic healthcare world, it hasn't encouraged me to really want to stay in that world. And so really between getting into coaching and into a wellness center and having my perspective broadened to 
what that future could look like and working with a coach myself for about a year before I started the process of becoming a coach. Um, I was really able to dig in more to what I wanted and open my eyes to everything that's out there. And I still only know a sliver of that, I'm sure. But um, as you start on the, uh, the journey, the path reveals itself. And so little by little, that's becoming true. And I've decided that being a nurse practitioner who is also a coach who eventually practices integrative medicine would be a really great fit for me. You had mentioned you are proud of taking the first steps to set up your coaching practice and having clients in the first month. Um, your quote <laughs> that you wrote was, I've generally been one to dive in and figure out the path as I go. This is serving me well as an entrepreneur. I could still be sitting on the sidelines attempting to perfectly curate what my business will look like. Instead, I am surrounded by successful entrepreneurs in wellness, learning from them daily. And that stood out to me because I definitely relate to everything in that statement. And um, and I'd like to hear more about like your first of all, we're both nurse coaches. And so I think maybe some people listening don't know what that is. So I'd love for you to share what that means to you and kind of your journey to your private practice and what you're offering. Sure. So, um, so through having a coach myself, I fell in love with the coaching process because I found it really transformative. I was sort of spinning in this funnel of life of not knowing what direction I wanted to go next. I had worked in business. I worked as a nurse. I was not really happy with that. And so I had this vision that I was just going to save up a whole lot of money and retire as soon as I could because I wasn't really <laughs> thrilled with where I was at. And so through working with my own coach and I worked with more of a career coach, I was able to really dial in what I wanted for myself, what was important to me and I fell in love with her process of being a coach and the way that she was able to help me better know myself um, and better know my desires and my values and what would really be fulfilling for me. And so I decided, well, I love the work that you do. I'm going to learn that because why not? I want to know all the things. And so, um, so I went through Inca's nurse coaching program last year as well. So I did that at the beginning of last year and I wasn't sure when I was going to start a business with it and New Hampshire health and wellness became an option a little bit sooner than I had anticipated. And so I hustled and finished up my boards and I had my office space available. I think it was maybe three days after I ended up taking my coaching boards. Not that, well. Yeah. And so it was, um, it was a bit of a hustle last summer to pull that all together. And my first month, I may have only had, you know, maybe a couple of clients the whole month. And that still felt really great because I wasn't thinking that I was going to do it that soon. Originally, I don't know if I was planning on even setting up a business by now, but, you know, I've been doing it for six, seven months now. And I've had a lot of different experiences with a lot of different people at this point. And it feels, it feels really great to not have sat on the sidelines because learning as you go, you can figure out where people are at and how you can do better. And the functional medicine course was a was a missing piece that really has helped me expand on my coaching practice and um, and help people in really a more meaningful way. And I think coaching in and of itself is an, an amazing process. I also, from what I've found, um, a lot of people, at least in this area of the country, are not as familiar with the coaching process. 
And so people want answers as to what to do in their life and how to how to make the improvements or at least guidance. And so I've shifted a little bit more to a mixture of nurse consulting and nurse coaching. So I utilize both together. And so I'm able to better give people some some tools and some helpful information for how they can perhaps get to where they want to be and also help them find how they can fit those things into their world and what it is that they really want. So I run the gamut currently anything between life coaching and health and wellness coaching to, you know, just single nurse consults. Um, and I'm loving it. It sounds like it. I I feel like uh, your story is really similar to mine in finding all that. And I'm thinking about your background in economics and kind of more of a business mind before becoming a nurse. For me, when I did the nurse coaching program, ultimately I found that like that pairs so well for me with functional medicine, but I, I had never thought about owning my own business before I became a nurse coach. And I'm curious, like where you went with that, like through your nursing career, because you, like you mentioned, you didn't leave corporate healthcare or you didn't leave the corporate <laughs> America when you became a nurse. And that's how I felt too. Um, so what happened when you started to, to pioneer out and, and look into nurse coaching and more holistic? So as far as, uh, just to clarify the question. So as far as um, where I was at at that point, was I already planning on starting a business at some point? And what was my vision on that? Yeah, yeah. So like, um, for me, I had never thought about having my own business before. I was like, I'm going to work, like you said, I'm going to work and save <laughs> so I can retire <laughs> early. And now I don't want to because I'm so excited with what I do every day. But um, I'm wondering from your background of being business and economics, like, were you already like entrepreneur minded or did that kind of come to you as you learned more holistic practices? So I was already a landlord. Um, so I was you know, had a little bit of business going on on the side with that. And from my property management background, I was like, oh, great, I could I could make some money off of this and help provide a nice home for people and get income flowing. And so that's really helpful. And then I hadn't really so I have a seven year old as well. So the last number of years have been a little busy in uh, taking care of a small child who's now in school. So um, that really frees up a lot of time for me to focus on the things that are meaningful to me. But as I was as I was going throughout nursing, you know, I would look at, oh, well, OK, so here's this. How could we do this better? You know, when people shower, we have to saran wrap up their arm. Like, what is that all about? How can we fix that? And then someone popped up with a product for it. So I was always kind of eyeing what products might be needed mm. in the hospital system. But I wasn't really looking at it as, you know, what can I learn that I could guide people towards? Because I you don't know what you don't know. And I was not aware of what has come to be my love, which is which is coaching and functional medicine. So yeah, so I was really much more focused on, can I retire? Can I travel? I'd love to retire in Portugal. And what would that look like? And so I was, I was more looking at that, but now I'm in a similar place to where you're at of that I'm finding something that I love so much and I'm creating a life that really brings me joy and is also able to help others and that I can do it on my own terms. So I'm, I'm not feeling that push anymore of, you know, oh, when can I retire? Because I don't want to do this anymore. It's, I want to be doing this when I'm 80, at least a little bit, because it's really that great. 
Absolutely. I 100% agree with that. Um, I Now I'd like to shift gears a little bit and talk about um, now that you, you were in cohort four of the Functional Medicine for Nurses course. And so um, you're just on the other side of that. And I wanted to hear now that you, you have your practice, you started last year, you've got some new tools. Where are you at with folding that? And what are you off? What are you seeing? What are you offering? How's that going for you? Well, the functional medicine with, with your practice that you already had. So I'm not yet advertising beyond to um, the other practitioners in my center that I'm doing anything with functional medicine yet. And the reason for that is that even though I started incorporating tools as soon as I was in your class, because I found them really helpful to utilize with people, is that I'm still figuring out how I want to fold that in and how I want to market it in a way that feels authentic to the boundaries that I'm comfortable with as a nurse and not as a nurse practitioner. And so I'm still sort of feeling that out and working through it. And so I'm still sticking with the health and wellness nurse coach and um, nurse consults for now. And then my vision is by the end of summer to incorporate the functional medicine piece into my marketing and into my website and have a better formed vision of what that looks like. And it'll probably come before the end of summer because that's how I roll. But mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to give myself a little bit of space in my brain for that. <laughs> and how about what you um, one of the things that I see my students think about a lot and talk about a lot in the courses, um, what you're going to call yourself. And you mentioned earlier practicing integrative medicine, and I plan on doing a whole podcast on like distinction between what is integrative medicine, functional medicine, lifestyle medicine, and integrative medicine, I feel like for those that don't know what it is, is kind of this bridge. So you're acknowledging the fact that there's room for allopathic Western medicine, and that there's a need for it, because not not everybody wants to get the perfect guidance on nutrition and lifestyle. And um, and so so being a bridge there is opening the door to seeing more people and helping more people and letting them know that you have this broad set of skills that you can offer. So I was wondering what your thoughts are on like what you're going to like, are you going to add functional medicine as like something that you list on your website and offerings? Or is that going to be like for me? I call myself a functional medicine consultant on purpose because I left primary care and I wanted it to be really clear that I wasn't primary care anymore, that I was consulting. Mm -hmm. So that word for me was important to be able to walk away from that practice. And I'm wondering, like, what are you thinking with like what you're going to call yourself and what makes sense for you? That is a really great question. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, so I just finished your course, let's see, about a month, month and a half ago. And so I haven't really given it as much thought yet. I mull it over a little bit. And I think once I'm done with nurse practitioner school, with a, which is a couple of years away, I would like to call, you know, focus on integrative medicine then. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily want to practice primary care either. I would like to follow more of a similar model to what you're doing, where my clients would have to have a primary care outside of my practice as well. Um, so my answer is I'm not sure and I'm going to be okay with that. That's totally fair. It's too <laughs> early of a question. Um, That's okay. You talked about your toolkit and you, your bio, you know, you uh, have learned functional medicine, nurse coaching, food is medicine, mindfulness, yoga, acupuncture, and aromatherapy. 
And I would like to hear more about what has your experience been in combining those? Because I know a lot of nurses that I talk to say, sometimes it can be challenging to decide what's in the bundle that you offer in a visit. Like, do you find that to be really simple for you or do, do, do you fold all that into every visit or how does that work for you? No. So I, I look at people holistically for who they are. And so I have a screening form that people fill out and I look at that before they come in and I usually spend around about an hour or so just sort of thinking about them and putting together some ideas based on their intake form that could be helpful tools for them, could be a helpful direction for the conversation to go in. And sometimes they come in and it's completely different than where I expect it to go, but I do ask on there, you know, what their primary areas of focus are so that I have that information ahead of time. And then based on, based on my understanding from their screening, I'll, um, I'll pull in whichever pieces make sense. So if someone has a lot of anxiety and high stress in their life and they want to work on managing that, then I'm likely to pull in more of the mindfulness mindset work, um, along with the functional medicine pieces. And so I just really pull what's appropriate. And then there are other people that I'm like, well, they don't mention that they're stressed out at all. And they, they, you know, all of the questions about life balance seem pretty good. So maybe let's just focus instead on, on what they're interested in, right? Because everyone has different needs at different times in their lives. Yeah, that is absolutely true. And um, on this same thread, um, we, um, talk about using the coaching skills in the functional medicine for nurses course and people um, really do need to be ready to change. And so you're talking about people telling you what they want to work on. And that's a big part of nurse coaching is identifying someone's goals and helping them get there rather than telling them, right? Because as healthcare practitioners, we're, we're kind of taught that we're going to tell people what they're going to do. Um, we're going to inform them. And nurse coaching really flips that where you're hearing them and finding out what they want and helping them get there. Uh, and so I have this quote from your intake form that I wanted to talk more about. You said, I have a deep love for the impact the coaching process can have when a client is willing and ready to do the work to improve their life. And in the course, we talk about that, that like a lot of us hit a wall with either our patients or our clients or friends or family or anybody we're talking to about functional medicine, that they need to be ready. It's such a big topic. So I would love to hear more of your thoughts and experiences with that. Sure. Um, so I've had the whole gamut from, you know, people who really say they perhaps don't want to be on medications, but the smallest steps towards that are really evading them. And then you get to talking and it seems that, you know, really some bigger problems exist in their family world. And those are really in their way of being able to focus on the other areas of their life. Right. But um, the way I'm currently structured is that I don't do like a coaching package or container that's six months long or something like that, where people would know that for sure they need to come for that period of time to dig in. I instead do either individual visits or a package of six visits. And so for people who do individual visits, it's, you know, it's harder to know that you've got that buy-in and, mm -hmm. and sometimes you really don't. Right. So I've had people, well, I don't, I want to lose weight naturally and I don't want to be on my diabetes medicine and, 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 and so, but the stresses are so in their way that the coaching skills can be used to sort of help with those, but only if they're willing to keep 
showing up and to do the work that they commit to. And it's not work, you know, like you said, that I'm saying you need to do these 20 things in the next week. It's, you know, what do you think you can do? And what importance do you place on that? And if you can only do one of these three things we've talked about, what will it be? But then, you know, coming back and they haven't hit any of it. And so then it's digging in like, well, you're back. So you really, you really do want to be doing this work. I can see that because you're showing up. And so how can we then reshape this in a way that's, that's doable for you? And let's explore the other things that are in your life right now, because something else needs to happen before you can dig into that, it looks like, right? So um, it's really just finding out what people's whole picture looks like. And we don't generally have enough space in regular Western medicine to be able to dig into that with people and or the training in a lot of instances, right? So the coaching training with motivational interviewing, appreciative inquiry, those things are are really so powerful and they don't need to take forever but just having people know that they have a say in what's happening in their healthcare world instead of just that one hour long visit once a year. And then they're told to do a bunch of things and they come back sicker the next year because they did none of them because we never got to the root of the why for them, why it was important and if they even wanted that for themselves. And then they're non-compliant, right? Because we told them to go do something and they didn't listen. Oh. Yeah. And I've, and I've always really kind of disdained that label of non-compliant. And it's like, okay, so they didn't do what you told them to. Did they do something else? Are they, you know, in some cases they went and saw another practitioner and they did made some lifestyle changes and the thing is no longer required. Or they had a sick spouse and there was no way that they we're taking the space in that moment to do those things. Right. So, so people have a lot of other things in their lives other than the fact that their cholesterol is high or their blood pressure is inching up. And a lot of times there are reasons. And if we could help them with supports for the other struggles that they're having or management techniques for how do, how do they care for themselves while they're taking care of others? There are so many possibilities for, the whys for people. And when we take the time to find them out, that's where you can really help people make that change. I love that. And I'm thinking about the the synergy of nurse coaching and functional medicine, but also the distinction between the two, because what you're talking about in coaching is being an active listener and uh, uh, walking along a path with somebody while they're on a journey and functional medicine is information right that we provide um and people often ask me how much nurse coaching do i use in my practice because people come to me for functional medicine and so i will have people eventually hit a barrier like you're talking about they something they didn't expect to need to work on and then the nurse coaching is really key and it just makes me think about the idea of like people there's so much information out there and like you're talking about like giving them some clarity into their own path and their own barriers is such a big deal i had one more question for you before we wrap up that I thought could be kind of unique is I read that you love to travel and that you've been to several countries and that you lived in Spain. I was wondering if you could share with us some of what you have learned about life, health, healthcare from those experiences. Sure. So most of my travel was before I came, became a nurse and I was trying to find 
my way, right? And also just exploring what's out there in the world. And so a lot of what I learned is that we don't need a lot of stuff to get us through this life. Allowing for that freedom of space and time is so powerful. And when we put ourselves in situations that are not the most comfortable, that's where our deepest learning can happen about ourselves, about others, opening ourselves up to humanity. And I think that I think that due to our geographic location in the United States, there are a lot of people who travel, but there are also a lot of people who never leave our borders. And so I think it really makes a big difference on my outlook that I've spent, you know, some time purposefully traveling through developing countries and not staying in big resorts, but just, you know, showing up in a country without a place to stay, which might not have been the smartest move that I used to make, but, you know, getting off a plane and just, oh, look, there's a van for a hostel. Let's go. (laughs) Um, And so those were some really fun and great adventures. And, you know, at this point in my life, I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, I used to do that. That seems that seems like a poor life choice. And also (laughs) it led to such profound learning about how good we have it in the United States in a lot of ways and also how much freedom we lack due to the stresses that we put on ourselves. And so, you know, one of the one of the extended trips that I did when I was younger was um, to Panama, Costa Rica, and we stayed at a Spanish school for a little over a month, I'd say, in Panama. And the housekeeper there became a friend, and we would have dinner with her and her son. And um, she made about it was either two dollars a day or two dollars a week. I don't remember which one it was, but it it wasn't much at all and pretty much lived off of plantains and rice and beans and when we would go pick some things up from the grocery store and cook like a regular meal just the the level of gratefulness that she had for that simple gesture was just so astounding to me because i think what I've seen a lot in our society, and I feel like people are starting to wake up from this a little bit, is that there's this desire for more and more and more and trying to fill the holes of the way we live our lives with more stuff or more shopping or more screens or more distractions instead of really digging into the what is it about the way that I'm living my life that makes me yearn for retirement or yearn for that vacation and feel good while I'm away for that one week. And how can we really set up our lives so that we can feel that more often and be both contributing to humanity and making the world a better place overall with that? I totally relate to that. That is a huge statement. Um, Before I practice functional medicine, I didn't feel that way about healthcare, really. And now I do like getting to read the reply, like my students is like the things they write each week is like, totally fills my cup, because I love getting to hear people's insights and waking up to like, better health and people feeling better and then helping more people. And this, this practice that we have now of of functional medicine and and both of us adding in the nurse coaching is just, I feel like it's so invigorating for us and for the people that we're helping. I wanted to give you the chance here at the end of our time together to um, share 
the question I have for you is with your economics background, your experience transitioning to a private practice and a focus on your holistic model that you're practicing now, what advice would you give other nurses that are thinking of following a similar path? To go for it. Um, so the advice that I would give is to not let fear drive you and keep you where you are and that both nurse coaching and to some extent functional medicine training can be brought into the hospital system within the borders of your license and you know the structure of where you work but there are ways to you know with coaching especially but also with functional medicine just in everything that you do it can make you a better and stronger human being so you learn to listen better you learn to be more present and you can be a better friend a better parent a better co-worker and just show up a little bit differently day to day in a way that really can have an impact on everyone around you even if you don't open up your own practice and don't hesitate to open up your own practice i mean it can take a while to build. So I wouldn't say, you know, if you have no other income sources and you struggle for that, it might not be the best thing to just dive headfirst in if you're going to struggle to feed yourself right away. But don't be afraid to give it a shot and find out what your dreams are and work towards living them. Figure out where you want to be in five or 10 years and what steps you need to take today to make those your reality and start taking the steps. Yes. Thank you so much, Jill. I am so grateful for all of that wisdom that you shared in each of your replies um, to what we're talking about today. Um, I think it's what a lot of nurses need to hear. I think that so much of healthcare has um, shifted in the last few years and nurses have been leaving the bedside and leaving nursing. And the thing that I was saying the other day is nobody's leaving to become a plumber, right? Like we're looking, <laughs> we're still looking to be who we are deep inside, which is, you know, nurses are uh, seek to, to help people and to heal people. And uh, what we're able to do now is an exciting version of that. So thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you so much for having me, Bridget. It's been great to be here with you. I appreciate your time. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of the Functional Nurse Podcast. If you want to help spread the word about the powerful role nurses can play as true healers using functional medicine practices, consider sharing an episode with a nurse friend or on social media and click the subscribe button to stay informed of newly released episodes. You can also visit and share the links below in the show notes for more information on nursing resources and the functional medicine for nurses course offered through the integrative nurse coach Academy in partnership with the Institute for functional medicine.